you know, in the 70s, we moved back there and kind of, uh, Alice Cooper kind of sprung from that place. Uh, Love It to Death was our first hit single out of there, or I mean our first hit album, and 18 was the first hit single, but, you know, I mean, we were gigging every weekend with uh, Iggy and the Stooges and the MC5 and Seeger and Ted Nugent and Susie Quattro, all the bands that came out of Detroit. So we felt right at home in Detroit. I love how you've really, uh, you know, built yourself around this album with a bunch of Detroit players and, and making it fully immersed Detroit album, even on rock and roll and getting Johnny B on the drums, which was sounding amazing. Johnny B is playing better now than he ever has. And so, and same with uh, Wayne Kramer. Wayne Kramer is playing unbelievable now. So, you know, you're listening to all those leads. There's Joe Bonamassa and there's Stephen Hunter and there's uh, Tommy Hendrickson. And there's a lot of great guitar players on this album. And then there's, there's you know, Wayne Kramer that's, man, he's just staying right with everybody. In fact, in some of the songs, he takes the full lead on the whole song. And uh, speaking of the uh, the old crew, got the old Alice Cooper band guys helping out as well and, and loving the tune that they helped with social debris yeah that one and i hate you that was both of the 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 original band but they've been on the last four albums that i've done you know uh the original band did not break up uh with any bad blood we didn't uh there was no lawsuits there was no hate involved we just all went into different directions but we always stayed in touch and so in the last four albums i i just said guys let's write some songs together and let's put them on the album and you know when, when the original band plays it's a whole different style. They're much darker, much heavier. I love that. Uh, hate you, kind of a kind of a uh, bashing on everyone getting a chance to uh, to slam one another. <laughs> yeah, and it was a real tribute to Glenn who passed away. Glenn was our Keith Richards, you know. And <laughs> when he passed away, we we were never going to be the original Alice Cooper band again. And you know, the punchline on that whole song after we're ripping each other apart was talking about Glenn, and we hate him most for leaving that hole on stage. Uh. You know. And it was like he was he was everybody's uh, best friend and uh, irreplaceable. And certainly, like you say, there's always one oddball on the record. Our love will change the world. Yes. That song is I, I couldn't get it out of my head. It was a band called Outrageous Cherry from Detroit, like a punk psychedelic band from I don't think it was. I think the song was written in the 80s or 90s. And uh, we heard the song and I, I just couldn't get it out of my head. And the thing I liked about it was the fact that it was so happy. Yeah. And then the lyrics were so subversive. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, that's my sense of humor. So, I mean, I, that song. I said, this song stays. I love it. I love it. And, uh, you know, I, I was wondering if there is any uh, story behind uh, Thousand High Heel Shoes. Oh, yeah. Thousand Dollar High Heel Shoes was, well, it's about an Uber driver that spends 24 hours driving just so he can afford to get thousand dollar high heel shoes for his girlfriend because she likes to walk around naked in just the shoes <laughs> and he thinks that's more important than paying his rent or paying his gambling debts or anything so it's a very funny song now when when we got it you know in detroit i went this song just wants to be a, a motown song so let's turn it into a motown song let's get the horns let's get the girls and let's just give it that motown beat and, and to represent motown i mean that's half of detroit is motown yeah, that's the really cool thing about the album. There's so many different flavors. There's Motown, there's punk rock, there's obviously rock. And, you know, even a song like Detroit City 2021, you're kind of uh, not only looking back, but also paying it forward to the, the younger guys, uh, the M&Ms and the insane clown posse and, and Kid Rock and the rock that's 
come out of Detroit since you. Sure. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, Jack White. I mean, come on, the guy's the most creative guy out there. And Detroit is just full of bands like that. But Detroit's not big on soft rock. You know, if you look at the bands that came out of there, there you don't see too many soft rock bands coming out of Detroit. It's always <laughs> in-your-face rock and roll bands. And that's what I love about this city. No matter what happens there, that's still their attitude. That you better, you get on stage in Detroit, you better bring it. Yeah, it's funny. I always thought, uh, you know, being in Southern California, Hollywood was the rock capital, but it's really Detroit. California had its great day of, you know, I mean, the Sunset Strip bands, you know, I mean, the, yeah. you know, Motley Crue and, and bands like that were great bands, really great bands. But before that, The Doors. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, love and bands like Buffalo Springfield. I mean, that was the sound when we left L.A. It was because I mean, the Doors were our best friends, but we left there because we scared the hell out of people. <laughs> we were too we were too heavy for for L.A. and we were too heavy for San Francisco. So Detroit, we fit right in. And it begs the question, and I don't want to get too far ahead, but is there going to be an Arizona stories one day? (laughs) I don't think Arizona really has a sound. There's a (laughs) cowboy punk sound here that's pretty cool. There's a lot of bands, young bands here, that they're they're kind of cowboy, but kind of punk, and like the refreshments, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, my my son's band, uh, Co-op, is really killer band. I mean, a really, really good band. So there's, I mean, Phoenix does have a sound. I almost yeah. thought Alice could maybe go cowboy, you know. I don't know if he had done that yet. <laughs> I think I'd rather go cowgirl on that one. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you brought up uh, Dash and Co-op. I, I love that uh, tune and album when it came out and had Dash on the show back when it came out. What's he up to? Is there more music coming out of him? Oh, yeah. They're re- they're writing and recording right now. In fact, uh, Tommy Hendrickson, my guitar player, just produced their new single. Oh, and great. it's really good. I mean, it's really, really good. And, uh, I mean, they're working on music all the time. And, you know, that's all we can do right now. We can't yeah. tour. So every band in the world <laughs> is writing songs. Next year, you guys are going to get an avalanche oh, yeah. of albums <laughs> coming out. Every single band, the only thing we can do creatively is make records and do demos and, you know. Absolutely. And, and did not forget your uh, your other child, uh, Bisto Blanco and Calico. What, what's the yeah, latest Calico. with her? Yeah, and Chuck, uh, my bass player, is in that band. Right. And they're, they're, that's another band that I love. I love that band. Their attitude is so good. And their show is, is really interesting. Calico plays uh, the Motor Queen. I mean, she's gorgeous and frightening at the same time. <laughs> I love it, and I, I'm hoping that the, uh, the the coffin hasn't been nailed shut on the uh, Hollywood vampires yet. Oh, not at all. No, in fact, uh, I just talked to uh, Johnny just a couple of days ago, and he's writing like crazy, and he just finished an album with Jeff Beck. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, Johnny's playing guitar with Jeff Beck for, you know, during this whole thing. And uh, and then, you know, every, all the vampires are writing. Tommy writes a lot, and Joe writes, and I write. So when we get back together... You know, we're going to be making an album pretty quick. That band is so good, we can put them in the studio and just let them play live, and we'll we'll nail it. Just hit record. And I know that you don't have a crystal ball, obviously, but when touring does resume, is the, uh, is the plan to get back to the old Black Eyes is back tour with Tesla and Lita Ford? Is the idea to do that same lineup in venues, or are you working on a whole new tour and production? No, I, I think it would be the same. I, I wouldn't change it. You know, I mean, I really, both of those bands are really good bands. We've known, you know, Lita forever. And Lita and, and Nita Strauss, my guitar player, are, are, you know, what a great combination that is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Tesla, killer rock and roll band. So uh, that's a very good package. And, no, I haven't heard anything about it changing that at all. So uh, I will have to 
take a section out and put a Detroit section in, though. Mm-hmm. Since this album came out now, this, when we were touring before, this album didn't exist, so now we do have to include it. Now, we just need to get Nita on a record, though. I don't think she's been on a record yet, has she? Nita is a killer guitar player. I mean, I can't wait to get her on record. Yeah, there's all kinds of plans for recording. I mean, uh, that's going to be happening. My touring band is probably the best touring band out there. I mean, Glenn Sobel was voted best drummer in rock. Uh, Nita was voted guitarist of the decade. Uh, Ryan Roxy is as good as he's ever been, if not better. You know, I mean, Chuck Garrick and then uh, Tommy Hendrickson. So uh, that band, I wouldn't trade that band for anybody. Beautiful. Thank you so much for the time, Alice, and the great record and the great music. Mike, thanks a lot, and I'll say hi to Calico and Dash for you. Thank you you so much. Bye-bye. Okay, man. Bye-bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming online at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.